Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Pie Day, Tony. What's your favorite pie? It's Tony Kornheiser. The one named after me. Cutie pie. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> see what you did. At least you didn't say pumpkin pie. It's just boring. Pumpkin pie. I hate pie. pumpkin pie. I hate yeah. pumpkin. I hate yeah. pumpkin pie. Sweet now, potato pie. I could have said pie. pizza pie, which is how it is referred to in some places. Pizza pie. Yeah, not where I grew but, up. Uh, not pizza no. pie. That's a New York pie. thing. Is that a New York thing? Pizza oh, the pie. The pizza where you grew up. The pizza where you grew up. That deep dish stuff. Get it out of here. We don't That's eat that. Pizza. You don't know Stop. anything Welcome. about the Midwest. Stop it. We don't eat that. I never eat Welcome deep Welcome to PTI, dish. boys and Thin girls. crust. In today's episode, Joel Embiid scores 70. The coach of the Timberwolves is upset, and Jeff Saturday joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Milwaukee Bucks firing head coach Adrian Griffin a little more than halfway through his first season. The Bucks are 30-13. and 13. They're in second place in the East, but they've struggled defensively. Multiple reports have Doc Rivers as the leading candidate for this opening. Wilbon, what do you make of this? Did Griffin get enough of a chance? Man, Tony, it's a tough situation because they changed the team over and they made this one particular move that you know in real time in the summer. I remember calling you up saying this is insane to get rid of Drew Holiday. I love Dame Lillard. Love him. But Drew Holiday, he anchored your defense as much as Giannis or as much as Brooke Lopez. And and, and they got rid of him. And they want to maintain a great defense, which, by the way, in the month of January was 27th, I'm told, in the league. 27th. So Adrian Griffin didn't have a chance there. Terry Stotts, who was hired to be an assistant coach, has been a head coach and a successful one for a long time. He lasted until, like, Labor Day. And then Terry was gone. So now you don't have that savvy, va- savvy veteran on the bench with your rookie head coach, which Adrian Griffin was. This, this is, it was, it, it, there were problems at the start, Tony. And now it's interesting because our dear friend Doc Rivers is mentioned. I, a, a year or so ago, I'm sitting in that arena in Milwaukee and I look up and Doc Rivers' jersey's in the rafters. Yes, like Larry Bird in Boston Garden because Doc led Marquette. Doc, Doc's been a trustee at Marquette. Doc's a big deal right. in Milwaukee. I can see why they would want him. Right. And I was like, Doc, you got a coach here at one point. You're in the rafters already. I was joking. Maybe it's not a joke. I don't know whether it's the right move. It's a risky move and a bold one. Let's look at the numbers for a second. Let's repeat the numbers. They are 30 and 13 right now. They're yeah. in second place in the Eastern Conference. They have the third best record overall. And you go to this guy and they go, you fired? Really? There's only one conclusion, Mike, only one, that Giannis Antetokounmpo and maybe Damian Lillard said, get rid of this guy. (laughs) This has happened before. Magic Johnson, your good friend, said get rid of Paul Westhead. It was a year and and change after a championship. They were 54 and 28 and then 7 and 4. And Magic Johnson said, get him out of here. 
LeBron James, David Black, get him out of here. And they were 30 and 11. I don't understand why they fired Budenholzer when they did, because they were 58 and 24. You know what they need in Milwaukee? They need an owner like Jerry Jones, because he doesn't actually fire people. And in terms of Doc, yeah. he just traded Embiid for Antetokounmpo. He traded no rings for one ring, and he can always go yeah. back in the booth. If, if he goes, if he goes Tony, let me, let me mention this real quickly. If he, if he goes, go. still a big if. But, Tony, go. they did this to appease Giannis. Giannis is not a get-somebody-out-of-here guy. But if you listen to his comments, post-game comments in recent weeks, you looked at this and said, wow, man. And I know I you did, because we talked that, about it. Yeah. We talked about it. He, he but, Tony, said they did everything this but get rid of this guy. To he salvage this season, Tony, that it wasn't they working. can't beat Boston. But, they can't. They probably can't we'll beat uh, Philadelphia at this point. They can't beat Indiana, for God's NBA. sake. All right. Let's stay with the NBA. Your boy Joel Embiid scored 70 points last night as the yeah. 76ers beat the Spurs 133-123. 70 points are the most ever for the Sixers franchise. Embiid becomes the ninth NBA player ever to score 70 or more and the third center alongside Will Chamberlain and David Robinson. Embiid got his 70 in just 37 minutes. Embiid called this, quote, a great night. Wilbon, what would you call it? It was a great night. It was a great night. You can have great nights in the regular season that are special nights. Anytime you mention those, you mention those two centers, Tony. But, but when when your when your name is up there among the people who have scored seventy, and it also has Wilt's name like six times, it's a great night and a special night. It is. It doesn't mean anything for April, May, and June, which is what ultimately. Joel Embiid is going to be judged by, just like every great player in the NBA, you're judged by what you do in the postseason, and that's fair. But this was great. I, I said yesterday on this fine program, I wasn't even going to watch that game. And then at some yes, point, Matthew says to me, Dad, uh, Embiid's got 52 at the end of three. And I go, give me the clicker. I got to watch that. Yeah. And, and, and it was worth watching, Tony. It was fun. It was a great night. No more, no less. You put your name up there with Wilt. That's a pretty good night. You know that. Wilt is one of your all-time faves. Yeah, I'm going to get to Wilt right now. I'm going to get right. this off my chest right now. I <laughs> understand that technically, technically this is the most points ever scored by the Philadelphia 76ers franchise. But yes. let's not pretend that people haven't seen one of the great sports photographs of all time, which is yep. Wilt Chamberlain holding up a white piece of paper with the number 100 on it, wearing a Philadelphia jersey, P-H-I-L-A. Now, I understand Warriors. they were the Warriors, and I understand they moved and they yep. went to San Francisco. But Will Chamberlain went over 70 or more three times in Philadelphia, including 100, which is 30 more than Embiid. All right, I want to get yep. to something else. I want to get to your mistake in saying, I don't want to watch this game because Embiid and Wembenyama aren't going to be out I there together too watch. much. I'm going to watch wasn't. the Bulls. I watch the Bulls <laughs> who lost. That was a great so how game. how does that taste? I'm going to tell you this game. one thing, Mike. I believe, I believe that Embiid was very aware that he was playing against Wembenyana for the first time. And he wanted yeah. to welcome him to the NBA. Yeah. I'm not well, saying he did. thought he would get 70. <laughs> but did. when he got 70, he basically said, hi, kid. Let me know when you can do that. <laughs> okay? And he it, did. And it was a, it was a great, great – and I'm critical of Embiid all the time. Not now. Yes. Not now. Yeah. But Embiid was gracious, Tony, afterward. He's been gracious every night this season, and people get upset with him 
for being that way. No, no, that, stop. Embiid is great for basketball and great for sport. And there's no other opinion that matters. For a while, it seemed like Embiid might not be the only dude getting the 70 last night. Carl Anthony Towns had 44 by halftime in Minnesota, but struggled late, finished with 62. The Timberwolves blew an 18-point lead and lost at home to the Hornets, leading to pointed post-game comments from T-Wolves coach Chris Finch. It was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. We totally disrespected the game ourselves, um, and we got exactly what we deserved. Tony, what do you hear Finch saying here? I hear him echoing Herm Edwards. I hear him asking, why do we play the game? And I hear him saying, we play to win the game. And I hear him saying to Carl Anthony Towns, are you happy now? You got 62 points. You got more points than anybody who's ever worn a Timberwolves jersey. You're in the record books. Are you happy? Does this work? Because we just lost to a team that was 9-31 and and playing on the road. We just lost to a team that had lost 7 out of 8 and 16 of 18. We just lost to a team where we had an 18-point lead with less than a minute to go in the third quarter. You know, so is everybody happy? Is Carly Anthony Towns happy? And, Mike, this is risky. That's I agree 100% with the coach. But I don't know how Carly Anthony Towns is going to hear this because I think it was mostly aimed at him. I don't know if this is going to cause a big divide. I don't know if it's going to hurt that relationship. So that's a, a great and fair and necessary point to make. But Finch also knows that team. And you know I, every year, I would talk about the T-Wolves majoring in dumb. And it stopped being That's dumb, right. and it was knuckleheadedness, and it stopped being knuckleheadedness mostly because Anthony Edwards became the best player on that team. And Carl Anthony Towns seemed happy to follow him. And they are better. They've been the best team in the West, the best conference all season. This was a step back, and Finch doesn't want to see that, Tony. He doesn't want to see this team they're not going to be a threat if they go back to majoring in dumb to Denver. They're right. not going to be a threat to right. even Oklahoma City if they go back to majoring in dumb. And Finch is saying, no, no, no. We're not, we can't go back to this. And then to what you said, this is what you guys want to see? It was largely aimed at Carl Anthony Towns, but not entirely. But Anthony Edwards is not going to let to that happen. He was, yes, he it was. was two for 10 in the fourth quarter. They squandered a lead, and yes. I, he's a smart guy. I don't know how sensitive yes. he is, but if he's real sensitive, this could cause a problem down the road. Let's take a break. Coming up, family members of Cowboys players Ugh. are beefing on social media. What? We're going to ask Jeff Saturday about that. Speaking of problems down the road, we'll also ask him what he thinks should happen when an offensive player fumbles through the end zone. Tony, Anthony Edwards is going to make the difference. He's the best player now, and Cat has to follow him. I don't think it'll be a, a, a big rip. Well, I don't. Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. Let's dig into the NFL with our great friend, ESPN NFL analyst Jeff Saturday. Let's start with this, Jeff. C.D. Lamb's mother... And I'm going slowly because this is remarkable to me. C.D. Lamb's mother and Dak Prescott's brother got into it on social media. And Micah Parsons' brother also weighed in as a player. How do you deal with family members who are speaking out and maybe causing things to get gummed up? Oh, the drama. Wait, wasn't it Dynasty, Dallas, like all the shows that I grew up watching, <laughs> like that you, that you couldn't DVR, that you had to wait the next week, who shot JR, the whole deal. Like, this is where we are in Dallas again. Like, the drama, the intensity. It, 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 listen, this is this is a big deal, a much bigger deal than most people want to make it. You, you, it's, it's tough enough to win. And, and you're under a microscope, an enormous microscope, especially in Dallas. When everything's aligned, it's difficult to win. Now you bring in this nonsense, it is difficult to get over. They, they, need, to, they need to come in. Everybody needs to have a hug-it-out session, air the grievances, whatever it is, and move on. Because this stuff festers in locker rooms. It can be a tough thing to overcome when you hit a tough skid during the season. Man, just imagine mm. the simplicity of overcoming an opponent Compared to this craziness, For Jeff, real. I want to ask you about something Josh Allen said. He talked about the not being particularly worried, at least not yet, that the Bills' title window has closed. He's not worried. And title window talk to me is media conversation only. I wasn't in – I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I didn't hear players talking about that. Am I wrong about that? Is that maybe it has evolved to that? Do players actually consider – the window of opportunity that may be closing. Absolutely not. You play, players never to you are 100% right. The media, you know, they, they create this thing. They see it. But let me help you. Josh Allen is the window. So, like, until he leaves, that window ain't closed because he's a dude. Like, you can you can critique him. You can say he turns it over. He does these things. But guess what? They win a lot of games. They won a lot of AFC East championships, which means they're going to be in the playoff and they're going to be in the hunt. So, in any window closing until that dude packs it up and leaves Buffalo. 
We got one sort of strategic or no, it'd be a rule question we want to run past you. Miko Hardman's fumble, of course, through the end zone, renewed the debate oh. over whether there should be a touchback in those situations. And we hear now that owners plan to review it. You know, I personally just want the ball to come back to the offense like it was knocked out of bounds any other play. Where do you stand on this, Jeff? Oh, I am 100% in agreement with you. It's the craziest to me. And and Dominique Foxworth and I argue about this because he's defense and I get it. But this whole idea that nobody controls it because it goes out a foot further in the end zone, that we're going to give it to the other team and take it out 25 yards. No, I'm with you. Unless there is full control, that ball should go back to the offense, call it like it is. It rolled out of bounds wherever he last had control over it. Spot the ball there. I am with you. I think it's a crazy rule that has gone on way too long and it definitely needs to change. I'll just mention this, that as a result of that rule, that canceled out the terrible call on the fake punt that (laughs) Buffalo had done earlier. So they started even. Let's get out of here on this. We have great games this weekend. We have the Lions at the 49ers. We got the Chiefs at the Ravens. Now, it's only Tuesday, but where are you leaning now in these games? Oh, that's a great question. So, you know, obviously as the week goes on, you're going to see injuries with Debo Samuel. I would say NFC-wise, I'm probably leaning a little bit more towards the Lions uh, at this point, especially if, if Samuel cannot play. And I will. I think the matchups, like the, the, the 49ers – their front has got to get some pressure. And I know Decker and Panay Sewell on the edges of the Lions are going to be a, a key matchup against Bosa out there. So, so there's a lot going on in that world, right, from me. So I'm going to lean that way. And the AFC, I think it's the Ravens. And, and listen, this has been arguably the best team in the NFL all season. I, I don't see that changing. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute stud, and you, you never give, you know, you take the Chiefs out of it. But if the Ravens play to their level, I don't think I don't think that the Chiefs can match that. If, if, if they play to the level that the Ravens can, they're the best team uh, that's going to play. So uh, for, for me, that's my lean right now. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, I will point out again, it's Tuesday. We'll call you Sunday morning, see if the link is the same. Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Heat trade away Kyle Lowry. Yeah, yeah, big deal, big deal. Coco Golf survives one challenge and now faces another in the semis of the Australian Open. Tony, Jeff and I can see the Brooklyn Bridge. We are right underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. You, you're Mr. New York. You're not close to us where you can see the Brooklyn no. Bridge. I can't right now. In the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 34th birthday, Levante David. The Tampa Bay linebacker is out of the playoffs now, but he had a stellar game against the Lions. He had 13 tackles, including nine solo tackles, and a sack of Jared Goff. This season, David had 134 tackles, 17 tackles for a loss, and four and a half sacks in 15 games. He's the only player in the NFL this season with at least 130 tackles, four sacks, and 15 tackles for a loss. David is one of only nine players since 1999 to total at least 130 total tackles and 15 tackles for loss in one season. And he's done that four times. David is second in the NFL in tackles since entering the league in 2012 out of Nebraska as a second round pick by Tampa Bay. Yeah, despite all of that, linebackers used to be great linebackers used to be Football celebrities, football royalty. That's not the case anymore. I don't know this guy. I wouldn't know him if he had a uh, just his face and no helmet on, no jersey. I wouldn't know him. Fred Warner's another one. They're great linebackers, but they're not celebrated as great linebackers. We, we just celebrate quarterbacks. That's all we care about anymore in this culture. Happy anniversary, Buffalo Bills. On this day 30 years ago, the Bills pounded the Chiefs 30-13 in Orchard Park to win their fourth straight AFC championship. It wasn't Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes then. It was even better. It was Jim Kelly for Buffalo and Joe Montana starting for Kansas City, where he went after the 49ers. The Bills remain the only team to play in four consecutive Super Bowls. They lost all four, which is why they're always referred to as long-suffering. The Patriots played in three consecutive Super Bowls, 2016, 2017, 2018. They went to eight straight AFC Championship games from 2011 to 2018. Kansas City now in its sixth straight AFC title game. Well, the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, the great Dolphins teams in the 70s, they went to three consecutive Super Bowls. Not four, but they did go to three. And that that clip with Thurman Thomas always great to me. I ran into Thurman Thomas in Dublin at a football game, Tony. How about that? You wouldn't think, I don't mean Dublin, Ohio either. I mean Ireland. I love the way you drop names on this show. You like that one? That was smooth. Happy trails to the Heat for Kyle Lowry. Miami traded their veteran guard and a future first rounder to the Charlotte Hornets for Terry Rozier. Rozier is averaging 23 points a game. Lowry was averaging eight. Rozier has higher assist and rebound numbers, and he's eight years younger than Lowry. Wilbon, this seems like a steal for Miami. What am I missing here? Well, they must care about the draft pick they got a first rounder, but Tony, you put Terry Rozier in that lineup. Uh-oh, here comes Miami. I mean, when you got Bam playing like he's been playing and Jimmy Butler going into playoff, Jim, playoff Jimmy mode, I mean, come on now. Miami's a bigger threat with him now than they were a minute ago. 
omissions. The Titans are reportedly hiring Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their head coach. Bears hired Shane Waldron as their offensive coordinator. I'd love to hear you talk, but we got to move to the big finish very quickly. Let's do it. If we can. Coco Goff struggled, but advanced to the Aussie Open semis. Your thoughts? She's now going to face Sabalinka, whom Coco beat to win the U.S. Open. Good rematch there. The Eagles are reportedly parting ways with offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. What does that mean, Tom? I think it means Sirianni is staying, or they'd have announced that. The NBA suspended Tristan Thompson of the Cavs for 25 Man. games for failing Man. a banned substance test. Your reaction? Maybe it's just time to have the microphone, Tristan. You're getting pretty darn good at that. Baseball Hall of Fame inductees in minutes. Who's getting in, Tony? Adrian Beltre and Joe Maurer, I'd put in. Last one, Gary LeBron is out for Lakers-Clippers tonight. You're disappointed, aren't you? Very, Tony. The Lakers are still playing around in the play-in, play-out spot. They got to be careful. They got to win some games. That's a big loss. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. Kyle Lowry, Tony, won a championship in Toronto, has had quite